Today, for our third episode, we're going to look at another place in the Bible where it speaks of living water, Jeremiah 2, 11 through 13, and how that living water is the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the active transformational presence of God. Jeremiah 2, 11 through 13 is in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible. Get your Bible in print or digital form, unless you're driving or running or something, and We'll be reading that passage in a minute. It's a little ways past about the middle of uh, your Bible. Check out our first podcast, Living Water Radio, Welcome and Introduction, to get the scoop on us and the origin of this podcast. My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a UCC-slash-DOC-ordained minister. Her focus is on ecumenical leadership. I graduated from St. Olaf College in Northfield, Minnesota, and Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary in Berkeley, California. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. I worked a variety of blue-collar summer jobs in college and seminary, served in the Marine Corps, played drums in jazz bands through college and seminary, and was a competitive master swimmer on a team before the pandemic. Today, doing gardening and landscape maintenance is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Lutheran congregations in our area. A friend shared a meme with a picture of Cousin It, all hair and no visible hands or feet but wearing a hat, from the classic TV series The Addams Family, with the writing, Me, after the quarantine is over. That probably will describe me as well. These are strange times. I saw that Corona beer is not selling well because people think it might be associated with the coronavirus. These are strange times. We are now in what Christians call Holy Week. Almost half of the Gospel of John focuses on this single week in the life of Jesus, the week that God made flesh, was betrayed, tortured, and killed by having his hands and feet nailed to a cross. That's the strangest time. One of the positive things that has come out of this pandemic is the appreciation for those legions of people who are doing their jobs every day to fight the virus and keep the rest of us safe. Steve Higgins, Jimmy Fallon's announcer and sidekick on The Tonight Show, sent Jimmy a video he received from his daughter, an emergency room nurse, that showed her walking to work in Manhattan wearing her scrubs and people hanging out of windows cheering and clapping, cars honking and their horns beeping, people yelling their thank yous from their apartments in tribute to her sacrifice. We've seen scenes like that all over the country. The best of us, we've also seen the worst. The hoarding, the fear, the blaming. Human nature doesn't go away. This coming week and the one after that are predicted by our Surgeon General to be among the worst the world has experienced of this virus. It's a demonstration of what human beings have done to the world God created. That's why we needed a Holy Week. That's why the Friday in Holy Week is called Good Friday. It was bad for Jesus, real bad, but it was good for us, really good. Jeremiah may have been a bullfrog in the 1960s, but he was a prophet in the 7th century before Christ. A prophet is someone who speaks to God's people for God. They mostly appear in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, during the prophetic era from about 1120 to 400 BC, but appeared later as well. 
They don't usually bring good news, but usually a warning. Mamas don't let your children grow up to be cowboys. Some might have said the same about becoming prophets. There were prophets in the New Testament, but not for very long. They would travel around the churches, getting the people all riled up, and then they'd move on, leaving the local pastor holding the bag. They weren't very popular either, to say the least. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, the prophet Jeremiah speaks for God to the people of God and says, Has a nation changed its gods, even though there are no gods? But my people have changed their glory for something that does not profit. Be appalled, O heavens, at this. Be shocked. Be utterly desolate, says the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and dug out cisterns for themselves, cracked cisterns that can hold no water. We are not God's chosen people, Israel, but we are God's people. We are not like ancient Israel, a theocracy, a nation ruled by God, but we are God's people within our nation. Have we given up on God? And have we replaced God with ourselves? Have we stored up stuff for ourselves that can be easily lost or stolen from us? Have we stored up water in leaking containers in place of the one who gives us living water that is God, the Holy Spirit? Lent is a time for self-examination, and Holy Week is the climax of Lent. We see ourselves as we are at our truest selves, sinners in need of a Savior. Open yourself to receive what we were created for from the beginning. Open yourself, if you haven't already done so, to receive the one who comes to dwell within us and who created all of us for a living relationship with the living God. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one, and remember to support your pastor and the church leaders. Open yourself to receive and to live from the power of God, the living transformational water. Today, let's pray for those struggling for racial equality and for those who protect and serve. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com and we'll send it to you. Put your prayer requests in the comment section and we'll include them next time. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your hearts to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who alone gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend. Google it. Do some research. Look around. Phone the pastor. Go to or tune in to what worship services they have currently available for you and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google your local hotline or the national ones. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in one. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with including those who sacrifice their security to provide for yours and for those you are sheltering with in isolation. That's it. 
Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people in the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water and stay hydrated.